At ECMC, dedicated caregivers provide hope and healing to patients, their families, and loved ones. It's in this spirit that the Erie County Medical Center presents its podcast series, The True Care Healthcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. More Western New York residents are choosing ECMC for exceptional patient care and patient experiences as people are discovering the difference between health care and true care. And here to talk with us about the evolution of ECMC is Thomas Quattrochi, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Erie County Medical Center Corporation. Tom, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. ECMC continues to see record patient growth for the third year in a row with a record number of patients in 2017. What's behind this impressive trend? Well, I think uh, obviously the people uh, here at ECMC and the culture uh, that we've developed over the years uh, is a large part of it. Western New York's a very much a word of mouth uh, kind of town, and um, I think the the fact that we take uh, such good care of uh, everybody that comes to ECMC, whether you're the most vulnerable or the most influential uh, in our community, uh, everybody's treated as a VIP. And um, you know, the quality of the care, we're the level one trauma center for Western New York. Uh, obviously is is a large part of that. We started out uh, on a journey uh, many years ago when we uh, became a public benefit corporation uh, back in 2004, uh, really from a, a county entity to a uh, freestanding hospital system. Um, and that journey, uh, you know, obviously we had a lot of growth uh, over that time, uh, but really professionalized the organization uh, and, and began to tell the community about all the great things going on here. It was one of the best, I think, kept secrets secrets uh, in the community. So we've been on a journey over years to grow, uh, become the hospital of choice for physicians, uh, but also, you know, educate the community on the great care that's delivered every single day. Well, speaking of that care and growth, ECMC has evolved as a hospital of choice, as you mentioned, for patients and clinicians and often being referred to as the region's community hospital. Can you talk a little bit more about that evolution? Sure. So, you know, ECMC, again, has been always known for trauma, uh, the only trauma uh, center, level one trauma center for eight counties of Western New York, as well as Bern. Um, but we began to uh, also become the hospital of choice for physicians to do elective surgeries here. So uh, we've grown significantly over the years, bringing new services to uh, Erie County Medical Center. Uh, most notably, our orthopedic uh, department has grown probably by 100%. Um, our we brought a bariatric program here, a head and neck cancer program, uh, dental oncology. So um, we, we really worked hard to become uh, the place of choice for physicians and really t- treated physicians as strategic business partners, um, not as employees, uh, as, as sometimes is the case. So, you know, they were partners with us in, in, at the table uh, every step of the way. And I think, you know, that that open door policy that we've had here, our ability to treat the physicians as business partners, involve them uh, in in lots of decisions that are made here, um, really was a differentiator for us in, in bringing them here. As a result, uh, again, we've grew, we've grown significantly, um, probably in every single area, anywhere from you know twenty to thirty percent. We've grown um, in you know uh, inpatients and outpatients and ER visits and elective surgery, you name it. Um, so that's that's a significant amount of growth for in any institution. Um, but uh, it's been you know one in which the, the existing uh, folks that were here uh, welcomed uh, these new services on. So there's a culture piece to this too. Um, and really uh, saw the greater good of the organization and being able to take care of the community. 
Well, you don't grow without doing a good job, and the physicians are so critical in improving patient satisfaction. Let's talk about that a little bit. And speaking of becoming you know, a hospital of choice, can you share with us some of the improvements in the quality and patient experience scores, which are so important? Sure. Um, yeah, the physicians are a very uh, integral part of that, obviously, but uh, obviously the nurses are by the bedside every, each and every day. So we really uh, lead with uh, nursing. Uh, the physicians uh, really help us to do that by uh, really uh, being partners with the nurses. Uh, one of the physicians here uh, who was head of the medical staff coined it an egoless environment. And, um, you know, that's very important for communication uh, and for improving quality and making sure that the physicians and the nurses and other healthcare providers can communicate seamlessly with each other. Uh, and, and there's always a, uh, you know, we start with yes. Um, they always uh, want to, to know more information and rely on each other for the patient's care. Nobody is more, nobody is more important than the other. Uh, I like to say, actually, I'm the least important person in the organization to the patient. Uh, all the people that touch the patient from the environmental services staff to the physician to the nurses, um, everybody matters in that, in that, uh, in the care of patients. So, you know, we've had some great uh, successes in quality. We're obviously a uh, American College of Surgeons Level 1 Trauma Accredited Verified uh, Center. Uh, we did achieve LeapFrog A uh, at one point, which is really uh, somewhat unheard of for a large public teaching hospital. Our patient experience scores have improved significantly. Um, and again, you know, patient experience scores are not kind of adjusted for the type of hospital that you are. So we compete uh, with elective hospitals where people kind of expect to come and there's more of a predictable uh, stay. So, you know, uh, over the years, we've received accreditations for almost every single area high and high praise, whether it be our transplant area, uh, whether it be our re rehabilitation area, and almost to a T, every single outside body that comes in says to us, um, you know, you really have a unique culture here and something that we all should be very proud of at the institution. Um, and it's always nice to hear that affirmation from an outside agency. I, I think we know, uh, we do, and the people that come to work here stay for many, many years because of it. Um, but it's always uh, nice to hear when an outside uh, accrediting body says that. In fact, for our trauma accreditation, uh, the gentleman who did the uh, verification it's called for American College of Surgeons um, said he's been doing um, these done probably 40 of those uh, accreditations and also has been a trauma surgeon for uh, about 30 years and said he's never seen a culture anywhere he's been uh, quite like ours and that we had quote lightning in a bottle um, so we we really uh, that that piece of it really drives our quality piece um, and uh, I think that as a public safety net hospital for the community we have a lot to be proud of. Culture is so important, and I like how you put that in egoless environment and start with yes. Now, as you mentioned, ECMC is a safety net hospital, and you mentioned you're seeing more elective surgeries in areas such as orthopedics, bariatrics, transplantation, and head and neck oncology. Why the upward trend in elective surgeries? Well, I think part of it, again, is recruitment of physicians. Uh, so uh, we have, again, really been the place to bring new physicians on. We're actually having a hard time keeping up with the amount of uh, business that's coming uh, to the hospital in our, our emergency room, our operating room, and also our 
uh, obviously inpatient beds. But um, I, I think that, you know, as the population ages, uh, I think that's part of it too. Uh, orthopedic uh, surgery, for example, is supposed to increase, I think it's 50% in the next 10 years. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, demographic change that's going on. Uh, frankly, uh, more people have insurance, uh, whether that be from a government you know, provider or an employer, uh, because the unemployment rate's very low. Uh, so that also obviously helps. Um, as more people have insurance, they're more likely to, to obviously um, not wait for care. And uh, we've seen an uptick in our emergency room and, again, with elective surgeries because people aren't waiting uh, to receive the needed care that that they uh, you know so desire, so um, it's it's one of I think it's a combination of a lot of factors. Uh, but for us, the thing we can control is our ability to have a, a physician uh, culture and, and make sure that we we create the efficiency so that we can see more patients. Well, that makes sense. And Tom, you currently serve on the statewide executive committee for the Healthcare Association of New York State as board secretary and are the board chair for the Western New York Healthcare Association. You're also a member of the board of directors of America's Essential Hospitals, as well as other boards. How does that help you shape your mission and how does your overall involvement in these various boards and committees benefit ECMC? Well, I think it's a, it's a give and take. Um, so, you know, we ha- we do have some national quality um, statistics, and and you know we have better statistics than some of the you know most well known institutions in the United States. So, uh, some of the things that we're doing here is, and we again hearing this from our accrediting bodies, is best in class and world world class care. So, you know, part of the part of the goal is to make sure that um, ECMCs talked in the same light as some of these larger institutions that are known nationally. And the first step uh, to doing that is, to, is obviously to raise our awareness nationally. So that's that's part of, you know, uh, and statewide. It's part of our, our goal. The second part of it, obviously, is you learn a tremendous amount uh, from others who are like you. So obviously in New York State, uh, we all face many of the same issues when it comes to reimbursement and, and other things that uh, ha- happen to uh, go on in the state legislature. So we, we advocate together, but we also learn from each other uh, with regard to uh, clinical care and quality. Um, same on the federal level. Uh, the American Essential Hospital System is uh, used to be called the National Association of Public Hospitals, but now has expanded their scope. Uh, and all the institutions that we uh, interact with in that organization are very much like us. Uh, they're, they're safety net hospitals, they're large academic uh, teaching hospitals, um, and they're taking care of, uh, again, you know, everybody in the community. So uh, it's, it's, you know, as we, as we interact with uh, that group and also as we uh, actually present at uh, many of the conferences and, and kind of teach others what we do as well as learn uh, from others' uh, practices and, and experiences, um, it just makes us uh, richer as an organization uh, and uh, obviously gives us contacts for things that we need to do. But again, as I mentioned at the beginning uh, of this uh, piece of our interview, um, you know, it obviously gives us an opportunity to highlight and, and really take pride in some of the great initiatives going on here. Well, it's easy to see where that type of exposure and interaction is very beneficial. So, Tom, ECMC is in the midst of a $55 million trauma center and emergency department capital campaign. Why the need for a new facility? Well, our facility was uh, built for 35,000 individuals, uh, and uh, we we grew it a little bit in the 90s so we could see 45,000, and today uh, sees over 70,000 visits. So, 
uh, just, uh, you know, and obviously we're going to be continuing to grow. So uh, the existing space is not adequate for the amount of volume that we see uh, on any given day. Uh, Monday is usually our heaviest days. Uh, you'll see patients in the hallway, and, and that's just not a healing environment. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, having been built 40 years ago, uh, from a physical standpoint, um, it was not built for families. Uh, families are a big part of the care uh, that's delivered these days, and we want families to be engaged in patients' care. Uh, so just the size of the rooms, the size of our trauma rooms, on and on and on, uh, to accommodate the type of care that's delivered today and the technology that's needed to take care of patients has all changed. So um, it's it's going to be also on the ground level. Uh, right now we're actually on the first floor, which is a level up from ground and has a ramp that goes up to it. Uh, we are the disaster preparedness center for Western New York. If God forbid anything happened, uh, many people would be coming here. And um, it, it, that that ramp in and of itself up to the next level uh, would be a disaster if we had 50 ambulances coming to us at once. So uh, it's going to help us with our ability to serve and, again, the unfortunate situation that we may have a, a mass casualty or a disaster in western New York. Um, so there's many components to it and, and reasons that we're building it, but uh, obviously the first and foremost is centered on the patients in the community. Uh, we've also had a capital campaign uh, for the project. It's the first time we've really gone to the community and asked them for significant help. Uh, we had a foundation that does a very, very good job at events and raising lots of lots of money, probably more than any other organization in Western New York with uh, with their events. Um, but uh, we've never really asked from a capital perspective. So uh, some of the larger institutions in town have, have large staffs to do that. Uh, we do not. Uh, we've been kind of a, a small shop going out to do that. We've raised almost $10 million. So just a testament to the care that's delivered here and and people's experience with uh, the trauma center uh, and the many lives that have been saved as a result of the, the caregivers here. So we're very proud of the fact that the community stepped up to help us. Uh, we're continuing to uh, raise dollars, uh, hoping to reach a $15 million goal, and uh, we're confident by the time the uh, trauma center and ER is built, uh, we will we will reach that goal. So uh, all in all, a very positive project uh, for the community. Um, it will save lives, not trying to be melodramatic, but it will, uh, the way it's designed. And um, also, again, an opportunity for the community to kind of uh, be there for us since we've been there uh, for the community for so many years. So, Tom, if you could wrap it up for us from your chair, from what you see, what makes ECMC so special? It's the people. Um, it's it's the culture. Uh, it really distinguishes our you know ECMC. Um, and I think it's the trauma culture. I think that you know we're available 24/7 and and many many specialties to take care of patients. Um, so the the people here really understand the mission uh, of, of what they do of taking care again of the most vulnerable in our community as well as the most influential and treating everybody the same. Uh, and they live that mission and they live um, the mission of of making sure that we provide the very best quality care for our community. So it it does make us special. It's sometimes hard for us to articulate. Uh, unless you're part of it. Um, but I think from the trauma center to behavioral health, uh, which is a large part of what we do here at ECMC and taking care of the most vulnerable in our community, um, it, it's just uh, a place where a lot of special people work and a lot of special work is done uh, on behalf of uh, Western New York and, and the community. 
people taking care of people. What a great message. Tom, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. For more information on ECMC, visit ecmc.edu. That's ecmc.edu. This is the True Care HealthCast from Erie County Medical Center. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.